Hey guys, welcome to Late Night Sessions with Bean and today I'm chilling with one of my newfound favorite power couples, Tando and Lindy and they're here to have a chat with me about money and all things saving money and how to handle money. Hi guys, welcome. Hey, Hi. thank you for having us. It's great to be here. Thank you guys for giving me a piece of your time. Would you introduce yourself to the people? Absolutely. So uh, my name is Tando and uh, my wife is Lindy and we both run a company called Skilled Finances, which is a personal finance company for young adults and young couples where we teach essentially all things to do with money. And we've been doing that since the beginning of this year. So uh, currently we are on uh, two platforms, if you'd like. So one is on Instagram and that's at Skilled Finances. And we have a website at uh, skilledfinances.com. Awesome stuff. So what, in your opinion, is actually financial health? I'd basically say that financial health would be the state of your finances. So in the same way that someone with a car would make sure that their car's running properly, they take it to a service, they'd make sure like the oil's changed, they make sure the brakes are working. So um, financial health is just making sure that your finances are in a good place and in good standing and it would mean like checking things like your network checking your savings your investments um how your assets are in comparison to your debts so you'd be in good financial health if your assets were more than your debts basically that's what we'd say it means to us i had no idea what financial health (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm actually learning through this Absolutely. That's one of the things not many people even think there is such a thing as financial health. And uh, in many ways, you know, that's understandable. Um, but like Linda said, it's it's so critical in the same way that you check your car health, your personal health, mm. your gadget health, you know, your financial, yeah. your finances also have a health to know about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I've had countless conversations about this with my friends, but actual steps to take until I actually like you know consciously started looking and so then that's how I found you guys okay okay so as much as I want to give people this information I also want it for myself like I also want to know how to save money and how to handle money because I feel like that's not a lesson that we're taught in school or at home especially the African setup Exactly. Like, it's, it's just not there. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I yeah. mean, we we grew up in African households for for yeah. us. We are both from Zimbabwe, and um, yeah, so we totally understand. Mm. So, why is it important that we all consider money coaching, especially in this day and age, especially for us as millennials? Do you know what we we live in? What is known as the information age. So mm-hmm. essentially, we're living in days where there's plenty of information out there. And so what you'll find is that a lot of people will then conclude that I don't need a coach because I can Google it, I can YouTube it, yeah. I can watch a video or listen to a podcast or read a book. And, and that's actually really, really good. That's a great thing that we are in the information age where there's so much information out there. But th- that's where the problem then comes in, because personal finances are personal first. So what that means is that what may work for me may not work for you or what's suitable mm-hmm. for my situation is not suitable for your situation. Yeah. So coaching is then very important, in my opinion, because it gives you the opportunity to have an understanding of your personal circumstance, what would be or what could be the best position or the best decisions to make. You know, because every so for instance, you could have two people who are both in debt and both want to pay off debt. But the way that debt is built up is very different. 
and their yeah. income would be very different. Their mm. disposable income would be very different. Their lifestyles would be very different. So different people would need a way of knowing what works for me. And for me, that is where coaching can really help you. Coaching is a way that can really help you to understand, okay, what should work for me? And, you know, how can I, how can I move forward? Because in the information age, it's easy to get overloaded by so much information. Yeah, yeah. Get confused, you know. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what what else uh, uh, works. So then, coaching is is for me. That's the beauty of getting a financial coach. So it's basically like I'm not feeling well. I go on Google, and WebMD tells me I have cancer. Yeah, yeah. and exactly. I start panicking. Knowing that there's a lot of symptoms for a lot of things, and like my body is different. So what's yeah. on WebMD may not necessarily be what i'm going through okay now exactly i, I love that that's a really good i get it now okay so what are the most common frustrations or concerns or questions like among your clients that you like in the past year that you've experienced or gotten um we'd say that a lot of people or um tend to say that they've got lack of knowledge when it comes to their finances and mm-hmm. that's something that we had as well, like growing up, we were not taught about those things. It's not like we went to school and we're taught about them. We weren't really yeah. taught about them at home either. So you then have to learn for yourself. You have to educate yourself. And it becomes very hard to navigate, like to then get out of debt once you're in it, if you've got lack of knowledge. And then it becomes very hard to start saving or building your credit score if you've never mm-hmm. been taught about it. And then now you need maybe to get a house and you need the credit score, but you've not been taught about it. So a lot of people have that lack of knowledge and they're just trying to really educate themselves. But then we've also found that um, with couples and people in relationships, a lot of people then struggle with how to handle finances when they're in a relationship, because when you're by yourself, you you spend for one, you budget for yeah. one. And it's just you. But then when you're now in a relationship, you've got two different people coming into a relationship with two different spending habits, two different budgeting habits, if they do budget at all. So it means that you have to then find common ground and a way to deal with your finances. And some people then are not sure whether like, do we deal with our finances jointly? Do we join them together and deal with them as one? Or do you have his Mm -hmm. and hers? Or she pays these bills, I pay these bills and stuff like that. So the, I'd say those are the main or common frustrations that we found with our clients. Yeah, and most of the stuff that you raised is stuff that I also think about. Right. And I can just imagine if two people come together and they have zero financial knowledge or financial health, it could be a mess. It could be, yeah. And, and one of one of the common things actually, which you'll 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 find, uh, and you might you might find in your situation later on, is that despite the fact that you love each other and and you know you're both in agreement that you want to be together and all the rest of it you would actually be quite opposite in some of the way you handle money so it's very common that people in a relationship one of them is more of a spender and the other one is more of a saver yeah. I can testify yeah. to that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'm the saver in terms of the spender yeah you know yeah um, oh, wow. yeah okay and, i didn't expect that one no no that's that's yeah that's, <laughs> that's how we are but you see the, the key part for me is the fact that we know this so yeah. because we know this we've then sort of figured out how we can work 
to accommodate those two. Yeah, so you like yeah. you like compensate for it and you plan for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. We we do what works for both. So then I don't spend in a way that she panics, and then she doesn't save in the way that I feel like. Well, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a, that's a healthy balance. Yeah, it's a really healthy yeah. balance, and, and that's that is the key when it comes to relationships and money. It's really mm-hmm. about finding that balance and maintaining it. You know, it's not just finding it, but it's maintaining it because it could easily change over the years, different yeah, situations. Definitely, um, life changes. You change jobs. You may move cities. Mm-hmm. You may buy a house. You may have a child. You know, and finding that balance and maintaining that balance. But but yeah, that is that is a big part of it. So what are your top five most recommended smart money skills for young people in our day and age? I'd say definitely learn, 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 learn about money, gain the knowledge that you need, raise the awareness that you need in terms of money, budgeting, Mm -hmm. savings and debts. Because like we were saying, a lot of us have not grown up with the skills. These are things that we're having to learn as we grow. Mm. So that would be one of my first things to just learn, just educate yourself Mm -hmm. and just know how to deal with your finances, really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess the second one for me would be to to, to budget at the very least. Um, That budgeting is the foundation for me. It's, and by budgeting, really what that means is that you are listing out all your income, and also listing out all your outgoings to figure out okay what is happening with my money where it's going exactly every month or every week whatever Mm -hmm. works for you and then what that does is it just kind of gives you the control that you need to then be in a position whereby you can start to make the decisions based on the information that your budget is showing you you know you could then look at your budget and actually realize oh I'm spending too much in this area so let me cut down and I'm not giving myself enough money towards paying off debts or savings so let me figure out how I can do that but just learning the basics of budgeting is the foundation to everything else yeah so that's mm-hmm. the second thing I'd say and I'd also say that it's never too early or too late to start managing your finances hmm. um, yeah. because you can never be too young for it like you can never be too young to be taught how to manage them and how to budget but it's never too late either because we all make mistakes in life and maybe we spend too much here or there, but it's never too late to then start managing them. I guess the issue then comes if you just choose to not do anything at all and just ignore yeah. your finances and ignore the debts and ignore everything. But as long as you can do something about it, do something about it. Before you yeah. just spiral into debt that you can't control anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, the fourth one I would say is actually it's, it's a different slant. I'll probably say learn the professional world or the business world, depending on whether you're you know, doing a business or you're working and to really to really learn how to navigate that. The reason why I'm saying this is because at the end of the day, you know, your income still has a part to play in this. So it's not only about managing where your outgoings are, but it's also about leveraging, OK, what's coming in and yeah. really taking the time to understand, you know, plan your career like I remember when I was 20 I didn't really think about anything like oh what job would I like to be in in five years time or where would I like to be in two years time those Mm -hmm. things were not in my head I was just in a job I was getting paid and I was partying (laughs) over the weekend and that was it (laughs) you know that was that was enough (laughs) yeah that, that was enough so I would I would definitely say you know no matter the age to be honest just take the time to really think about career wise where you're headed what does it look like income wise? What are you aiming towards? Or even uh, not just income, but also things like, you know, your pensions, because mm. nowadays 
your pensions are most likely going to be funded by the company you work for most of the time. So then yeah. you want to make sure that, okay, am I making the right moves that would basically be financially good for me in the future? Because it's not mm. just about today. Yeah. So that's that's my my fourth one. And uh, fifth one, because you asked for five, yes. Um, the fifth one would be to actually just enjoy yourself, honestly, because it's one of the other things as well, with particularly with young people, right? It's easy for us, you know, I'm 30 years old, Linda's 27, so <laughs> I would like yeah. to... Yeah, no, you are still young. Still one of us. <laughs> yeah, you know, we haven't gone over the other side yet. You know, we're, still here, we're still here. So I would say enjoy the ride because it's easy for us to kind of start to beat ourselves down because, you know, we still live at home with our parents yeah. or we're not married yet or we don't drive this car or we don't own this house yet or we don't earn this salary yet. Um, we're not doing what our peers are not doing. That's the yeah. other pressure that's there. Exactly that. You know, you're looking at LinkedIn, you're seeing this person's got a new job or you look at Instagram and you see this person's traveled here and there and everywhere. Yeah. We live in a culture whereby comparison is, is, is really... Uh, so prevalent and it's a killer of your present joy so yeah. I would say learn to enjoy yourself the reason why this is key is because you know money it's money is is a big part of our lifestyle and so if you feel like oh I don't earn enough to travel or whatever it's easy to then go back into debt to fund that yeah. desire mm, uh, yeah. the whole reason why you're doing that is not because you really want to travel it's because you want to look good on Instagram you know yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> Just learn to enjoy where you are, be grateful for where you are and understand that this is a journey. You won't be a millionaire tomorrow. You will get there one day. It's a journey. It's a journey of building, of changing your lifestyle and, and saving month by month or investing month by month, whatever it is. But just enjoy your, your present day and don't yeah. get too caught up in comparisons. Yeah. And enjoy it in your means. Yeah. Exactly that. Exactly that. <laughs> Okay, so like, what are your favorite money management tools and resources? Like, what are you reading? What should we read? What blogs should we check out? Software, apps, your website. Yeah, I'm... you also turn to. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, yeah, I, I would. I would start start off by saying go to skillfinances dot com. Definitely, that's number yeah. one. <laughs> Um, I would say that in terms of tools, I'd say that there's definitely apps that you can use. We live in such a digital age where there's so many things. You can go on your phone and look at money saving tools, budgeting tools, and you'll find mm -hmm. them like, in terms of apps and that. And um, the one that we basically use to help us budget is called Yolt. So Yolt is really good at like you just input your budget and then it will let you know when you're close to your your budget amount and it will let you know when money is meant to come out and things like that it's really good at helping you yeah. stay within your budget and, and how, do you, like how do you spell that I just jot it oh, down. it's y-o-l-t okay awesome yeah and mm. I personally prefer it because a lot of the times I'll get a message on your telling me like oh Linda you've got this amount coming out tomorrow this amount's coming out your bank tomorrow mm -hmm. and it will also tell me like when I'm almost at the end of my budget so if we go food shopping for example 
and I spend from our food account, it will then tell me like, oh yeah, you've only got 28 pounds left in your account for food. So yeah. at least I know where I'm at without yeah. having to physically go look at my spreadsheet budget because we use a spreadsheet for our actual budget. So yeah. it's really good at then then it's really good at telling me without having to look at the budget all the time. Mm-hmm. But in saying that also, I like to use a spreadsheet because I feel like I can put everything on an Excel spreadsheet. And it's very yeah. look at and review and manage. So I find it really simple to do it that way. Mm-hmm. So those would be my t- top ones in terms of apps and um, a spreadsheet, basically. And tools and that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah that so. sounds really practical. And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, definitely practical. Do what works for you. That's the key. Yeah. In terms mm. of books, I would recommend a number of books. And this is in no particular order. Yeah. Um, I'm calling off books that, you know, have definitely influenced uh, our mindset. Uh, one, one of the first books I'll probably shout out is called Total Money Makeover by mm-hmm. uh, Dave Ramsey. I'm sure you may or may not know Dave Ramsey. If you do, then that's great. If you don't, I'm sure you find him on YouTube. If you if you just search Dave Ramsey, he's there. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. But he's a really, he's a really straight talking, you know, kind of guy. He keeps it real. And essentially this book is where he breaks down building wealth in seven steps and that's the reason why I love that book because it's it's clear language you know it's not mm-hmm. financial jargon it's very clear and it's mm-hmm. straightforward about the fact that you should not fund your lifestyle with debt his whole philosophy is debt is bad uh, cash is king and yeah. build cash get rid of debt and then he gives you seven steps on how to do that and so that's the first book I'd say to definitely check out the mm-hmm. second book i would throw in there is rich dad poor dad by robert oh my word like (laughs) i i consciously made a decision to start building and working on my financial health and i bought that book wow i must say i think i only read like 20 pages (laughs) so that's how i decided okay no let me talk to professionals first let me build let me build my little knowledge and motivation Uh and then i'll dive into the book Sure, so, sure. Now that you, you know mentioned what? it, thank you. I needed that sign. <laughs> that, that's good. Yeah, no, you should, you, should definitely, you should definitely read it. You know, it's a really, really great book. I love it because it tells a story. It's not, it's it's a money story. Yeah. Um, just a quick gist of it. The, the story is about Robert Kiyosaki having two dads. One was rich and one was poor. And it talks about the lessons that he learned from each one of them. Yeah. And essentially, the, one of the key takeaways from that book is how rich people have a mindset of building assets and then the poor people have a mindset of building liabilities. And mm. a quick example of that is that rich people have a mindset of, you know, saying, how can I afford to buy a new car? And then they go and build an asset, i.e. they might get a rental property, they might start a business to give them enough money to buy the new car. Mm. Whereas the poor mindset is, how can I get a new car? Let me go get it on finance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, instead of investing and getting money coming in. Exactly. They're like, okay, let me just go get a loan, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. So that's what that that is essentially what the book is challenging. It's challenging that mindset of building liabilities and saying no, you should focus on building assets. And essentially, that's one of the key quotes that I took from that book as well. Is that you should make your money work for you. Your money is your first employee. So that's one of the key things. And so yeah, that book is a must read. So definitely, definitely read it. You know, definitely read Will it. Will do. Um, <laughs> And then, oh, there's so many books I can say, man. The, the last book, I'll throw <laughs> one more and then I, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Now, the last book I'll say is a book called The Latte Factor. And, yeah. and I, really, I really like this book. So this book is actually more about how 
it's not about how much you're investing or saving, but just the fact that you're doing it, no matter how small it is. Mm. And if you think about the fact that a, a cup of coffee, you know, costs what five pounds or something like that, or five euros or five dollars. So his yeah. principle, his principle in his book is that if you invested five euros a day or five dollars a day or five pounds a day over time, you would still yeah. be rich. You'll still make money from, from your mm. investments. And so it's just a book around saying you can start off with whatever you have. But the key part of the book as well is that automate it, make it simple, make it easy, set up an automatic payment that comes off your account to your investments and your savings. That way you won't not do it. And also you won't be tempted to not do it when things get tough, but it's automatically automated. You don't think about it. It just Mm -hmm. happens. Because it's also those small amounts that make us broke, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Here and there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the same. The same amount could make you broke or rich. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. But th- check out those three books, and and I'm sure by then you, if if you've read those three books, then you know, let us know on on, on the DMs and Instagram, and I'll throw some more in there as well for you. I will do that. I will do. That. <laughs> I still have five months to save my 2020, so it's not that bad. <laughs> oh cool cool yeah no keep going keep going yeah so the last big question that i have for you guys is about money management and like saving tips for young couples as uh-huh. you mentioned like especially africans that have big things to save for like dowry and or like just students wanting to pay off their loans or clear any debts before they like, settle down yeah or like just saving for for set goals in general hmm. um yeah so i'd say that definitely have a budget because mm-hmm. you're going to say that you're going to start saving for example it's really worthwhile you having a budget and making sure that you're saving the right amount while still paying your other bills and taking care of everything else that you need to take care of mm-hmm. and um, I'd also say have saving goals like you know when you've got a saving goal for example if you say I need to save two thousand pounds you get such an exhilarating feeling when you reach that two thousand pounds like it's such a powerful thing and yeah. I don't, make sure you set yourself goals and when you reach that goal if you feel like you know what I want to keep going keep going save some more set a new goal because you ch- you get to challenge yourself and it's a challenge for you to reach your goals so I definitely say have a budget and make mm-hmm. sure you set goals for your savings and have targets for your savings and like in- any any human being gets really excited when they accomplish something so i'm pretty yeah. sure once you yeah once you accomplish that you're like oh so i can do it and you want to yeah. keep exactly. going yeah mm. it challenges you to do more and it challenges yeah. you to save even more and do better so i definitely say start with a budget and make sure you set targets for your um savings and reach them make sure okay. you reach them. yeah um, another tip for me would be to think ahead, plan ahead, you know, really just sit down and just ask yourself, where do I want to be a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, or five years from now, or 10? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it, there's no limit to how far you can think, but think far enough that it's not, you know, don't say 50 years from now and then just kind of say, I want to be a millionaire 50 years from now. That's, that doesn't mean anything, but yeah. if you think to yourself, okay. You know, for instance, maybe you want to buy a house over the next three years. And then you really think to yourself over the next three years, how much can I realistically save or how much can I realistically put towards this house savings goals that, that I've got? And and really being having that real conversation with yourself. I feel like that's one of the missing pieces 
most of the times. You know, we're not having a real conversation within ourselves to really ask us, ourselves the question of, well, what do I want? What do I want to achieve? And how am I going to get there from where I am today? And what do I need to do in, in the meantime to get there? And this applies to, you know, to everything, whether it's career, whether it's your personal life, whether it's your romantic life, family life, etc. But the reason why this is a key point is then it comes back to the fact that at the end of the day, money is just a tool. Money is a tool that will allow you to do what you want to do in your life. Yeah. Yeah. At least it should be. And if you don't manage it well, or if you don't take a hold of it with budgeting, like Lindy was saying, then what would then end up happening is you will mismanage this tool to do other things that are not aligned to your goals. So taking this time to think about where do I want to go? What what do I want to do? Will then give you the ammunition that you need to then budget, to then save uh, money, to then pay off your debts, because you're knowing that I'm not just doing this just to say that I've saved money, but I'm doing this because I have a goal to buy this house or to move out of my parents' house or to get married and pay this dowry, whatever it is. That would be my second thing that I would say. That tip actually fits with planning, like how to care for a patient. Right. And when you're setting your goals, we use the word smart. Yeah. So it's it's formulated in German, but it's, it's pretty close to English. Because when they say smart, they say it has to be specific. It has to be measurable. It has to be attractive and acceptable in, based on your situation. Mm-hmm. It has to be realistic. Mm-hmm. And it has to be, okay, in German it says terminiert, which means it has to have a set appointment. Like you should have set your budget to say, okay, I want to reach this budget in the next two months or something. Yeah. So when yeah. you're giving your tips, it just came to my head. It's like, oh, wow. So really every planning needs to have that formula. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That pretty much like you said, having that smart goal and, and being very mm. specific is so, so critical because if, if you're not specific about, the money and the amount that you need, you you you're not going to achieve it. It's just a dream. It's a wish. Yeah, exactly. But if you make it specific that okay, I want to save ten thousand. Yeah. Or I want to pay off this credit card debt that is at five thousand. Yeah. And that's a very specific goal, and also a very specific time frame to achieve that goal. That is the key. So yeah, yeah, I, I love that. That that's smart. Um, yeah and I'd also say that when it comes to like saving and probably like getting out of debt saving requires a lot of patience and a lot of sacrifice Mm -hmm. and you're gonna have to be willing to let go of certain things Mm -hmm. if that's going out all the time you might just cut it down Mm -hmm. to not going out all the time or going out half the time you used to go out it requires a lot of sacrifice if you were used to getting takeaways every single day you might cut it down to just three days a week for example for you to reach your goals you have to sacrifice something and in the time when you're doing it the journey will feel so painful sometimes you feel like you know what is it even worth doing is it even worth carrying on but like I said before you get such an exhilarating feeling when you reach your goals and you reach Mm. where you want to go so it's always worth it however sometimes it will feel painful whilst you're doing it and it won't be as easy to do it but it requires a lot of sacrifice and that's something to remember and it's the same with paying your debts like if you're trying to um, pay off debts and stuff you have to remember that um, it also requires sacrifice it also requires giving something up but yeah. it's also giving stuff up. You need to remember that you can't live the same lifestyle mm. that got you into debt and mm. then try to get out of debt because that's not going to work. You're going to have to change something, sacrifice mm. something. 
because it's all worth it in the end. Although it may feel painful whilst you're doing it, it will be worth it when it's done. Yeah. Yeah. So like you have to sacrifice to clear that debt and at the same time you have to make a decision not to go back to that same space. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Are those all the tips? Oh, we could keep going. We could keep going. I mean, we're, now we're we coming to the exciting stop. part. We can't stop. I mean, we can't stop. Um, the other thing, I'll, I'll probably throw, I'll throw one in there since since you've given me the floor. <laughs> um, my other thing, this is going to be a big one for me as well, is to change, if needed, your environment. Mm. Because mm. your environment will heavily influence your lifestyle, your decisions, your mindset, and the way you handle money. At yeah. the end of the day, um, there is a famous quote, and I believe it's real, that you are the average of the five people that you hang around. If you hang around people who are always going shopping every weekend, spending money, chances you are, chances well. are you're, you're also... <laughs> yeah, you're one of them. <laughs> um, if you hang around people who are always paying holidays using their credit cards, chances are you will pick up that habit, yeah. you know. And mm-hmm. it's very, very, it starts off subtle. You might think, no, that's not me. Yeah. But it will start subtle. Eventually, six months later, it's just part of your lifestyle too. So be, mm-hmm. be very mindful and very critical about your environment. And this is not just about, you know, friends, but it's also about what is around you in your lifestyle, in your house, etc. What kind of things are you feeding your mind, essentially, and you feeding yourself? Because all of those things will heavily influence your life. And so that's my, my other tip. I'll just say, be very careful about your, your environment, but mm. also be very conscious about having the right people in your environment. So it might be yeah. that you start to listen to this kind of podcast, to read the right books, yeah. to watch the right YouTube videos. To But if you're still hanging around the wrong people, they will convince you that it's all exactly yeah it's not real it's not realistic everybody lives in debt what's you know what are you doing all Mm. the rest of it or you know all sorts of talk will start coming up and so if you just change your environment the people you hang around with join you know join different groups network with people that you you probably would have never networked with before uh, and open up your mindset and your horizons because the world is bigger than the small circle that you probably used to so that yeah that, say, change your environment and that's the best way that you can definitely make sure that you're surrounding yourself with if you surround yourself with people who always save you're going to save yeah that's true simple because everybody will talk about saving then eventually you'd want like oh eventually you're gonna be like oh okay yeah just saving yeah exactly if you hang around mm. people who are debt free you're going to be debt free at some point it's just automatic yeah. so, uh, that's one thing i would also say just be very careful about who because if as personal as money is your habits are influenced by your environment yeah true Awesome. This has been the best e-learning virtual classroom I've ever attended. <laughs> <laughs> I have learned so much in such a little space of time. Thank you so much. No, that's that's good pleasure. to hear. That's good to hear. No, we're very glad to be here. And we hope that you mm. now go pick up that book. <laughs> yeah, I will. I really will. I'm so motivated now. Yeah, that's good. And- I love that. I'm just thanks for the motivation. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. I love that. That's 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 brilliant. That's brilliant. So, for the other listeners out there, like me, I want to know what if I want to. If I decide, okay, now I I think I need this financial coaching. Where can I contact you guys? That's the process, and what do I need to put together so that we have enough information to start some sort of a 
inquiry or um, uh, what you call it, consultation of some sort? Yes. So for, for, for what we're currently doing is we haven't we haven't had a system in place. So we're currently building a system in place mm-hmm. right now. But the easiest place to get in touch with us is Instagram currently. So go yeah. on our Instagram uh, page at Skilled Finances, slide in the DMs and let us know and then tell us that you're coming from this podcast, you know. Um, yeah, sure. Because I was about to say, you're going to have a long line of clients after this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell us, tell us, you know, we want to, we want to know where you're coming from. So, um, and then we'll, we'll discuss there. I think uh, ultimately, one of the things that we are, are very passionate about is helping you with where you are and to where, to get to where you want to get to. Yes. So that, but then we'll help you with that. You know, we're not saying come with your goals fully lined up because you might not know how to do that. So we help with yeah. setting financial goals, uh, setting up a budget um, and just a general financial health check. We've got, we, we've got what's called a financial health check that we do. So we just check yeah. where your finances are, your financial positioning, and then we'll help you pretty much at, at its core. We're helping you achieve the goals that you want to achieve and setting up the right path yeah. to get there. So slide in our DMs on Instagram. That is the best place at the moment to reach us. It will definitely be private. Whatever we discuss yeah. is between you and me, it doesn't go anywhere else. So mm-hmm. definitely just be encouraged that it won't go anywhere else. It's just between us as we discuss. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and the Instagram is, is really more of, a, of, a, of an introduction, hellos type of thing. Um, the discussions, we'll do that over the phone or Zoom or Skype. Yeah. Um, yeah. Recorded and, and yeah, fully, fully confidential. Thank you guys for giving me a, a part of your time today. Oh, you're welcome. No, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you for having us. We've we've loved being here. I'm glad you did. I will definitely stay in touch because I also want to get my finances in check. But I will read first. That's yeah. my <laughs> I will go and finish the book so that I come proudly and happy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well yeah. informed. Thank yeah, you so much, absolutely. guys. Thank you for having us. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode and I hope you learned so much because I did. I learned so much from Tando and Lindy and I'm going to go back to my rich dad, poor dad and finish it and hopefully (laughs) change my money situation and the way I handle my money for the better. All the information that you need, all the books and apps that were mentioned, you'll find them in the description box. Do hit them up, do slide into their DMs and get that coaching that you need. I'm not leaving you guys empty-handed. I'm leaving you guys with Java Yeba by one and only Shuffle Music featuring Masterpiece. Enjoy, stay blessed, take care, and I'll see you guys on the flip side for the Sunday shares. From your bean with the biggest love. Oh, 
Hey, 